Hello, and welcome to Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma. Today's topic is how to deal with negative people. Welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma, bringing you ancient wisdom for modern day success so that you can sparkle just a little bit brighter each and every day. If what you hear speaks to your soul, go ahead and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And hey, if there's somebody in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. Hey there, Nick. What's going on? Hey there, Kizma. We're going to talk about negative people today. Well, I think that's a great topic for today. You do? Why? Well, I mean, I just, it's something I hear a lot about Mm. and certainly something that I think all of us deal with virtually every day of our lives in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I guess unless you're just surfing in Maui all day long and everyone's pretty chill and there's not much negativity there. But Uh, I would say, you know, I, I... one reason we chose this topic is we're hearing from a lot of uh, students and clients getting messages like, wow, social media seems to be so negative. There's so much negativity in the world. People are really angry. And, you know, it it is kind of riding the tails of a big election coming up. And I'm not here to really talk about the election, but with diverse views and opinions, oftentimes people will feel like they're with a negative person, hearing from a negative person, or reading a negative post. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could come in those forms. Those kinds of conversations come up Mm -hmm. in all kinds of interesting situations. You know, it might be a family, you know, gathering Mm -hmm. that you're at, and then you've got that uncle who just is like, couple of martinis and he's he's gonna tell you exactly how it is nice right you know or uh or you know circles of friends and things mm-hmm. like that when mm-hmm. you have a little bit more diverse circle of friends um people come from especially some older friends i notice you know mm. uh friends from way back you know they've got their opinions about things and you right. know these these conversations can get really convoluted yeah and i think uh, I can just speak for myself is that sometimes it's a little difficult to be around them. Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. It's exhausting. It can be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like this is an important conversation because there doesn't need to be so much internal conflict around it. It doesn't need, need to be something that we constantly avoid mm-hmm. and run away from. And there's ways to handle it both within yourself and also within the conversation that just makes life easier right right so we're that we're not affected by it as much exactly Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. and and that's really the big the first big piece is and i think the bulk of our conversation is about what what's going on in you Mm -hmm. right because we're always talking about the internal to the external and it really doesn't make a ton of sense to change a bunch of things outside of you until you resolve uh, what's going on inside of you. Right. So just to expand on that for a second is certainly something that we've talked about on the show before many times. If you go around and try to set your world up in a specific way so that you're just never agitated, yet the world is in a constantly changing state mm-hmm. and is in polarity, you're basically just setting up a house of cards that gets blown down whenever things don't go your way. Right. And that that's not a healthy place to be. So the process of 
you know, growth, evolution, development, like whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. that process is always starts on the inside to be like, okay, like how can I exist with this in a much, in a, in a way Mm -hmm. that's not so disturbing to me. Right. And then, and then do whatever you want in the world, but you know, deal with it within yourself first. Yeah. Because it's always the theme of, you know, most of our podcasts is how do we get to that place of self-sufficiency, mastering ourselves so we can master the world. We know the world's based on duality, you know, the polar opposites, dark, light, happy, sad, positive, negative. So it's going to be there. So how do we be around it, amongst it, and see it without it affecting us in such a strong way? Yeah. If at all. Yeah, that's that's ultimately, I think that's that's the goal, you mm-hmm. know, because therein lies much more freedom. Oh, totally. Right? It's like, why take it on? Who yeah. wants that? Exactly. And, th- and think about all the different ways that you can wind up restricting yourself to try and avoid that. Totally. You know, certain places you can't go, certain things you can't do, you know. I'm certain- not going to go to this yoga class because that person that I got in a fight with is there. I can't go to this restaurant because <laughs> I don't like that waiter. Like, it really, do- you know, we can just start off by saying how many places in your life like Nick said, have you restricted because of a perception of someone being negative to you or in your life? Yeah. And and that's really important to look at because, you know, when this becomes resolved, more and more resolved in yourself, you have more freedom in your life. Exactly. And freedom is awesome. It's just being free as a human being. Yes. So that's really important. And then another important piece, I think, to kind of get clear right off the bat is what exactly do you mean by negative? Right. What is negative? And and we, <laughs> we came prepared. You know, we looked it up. It's like a lack of positivity. If you if you looked at the definition, it's a lack of positivity. Um, it's a lack of optimism. For me, when I look at negative, I'm looking at a choice or an energy that is against divine right order, divine right timing, which for most cases is going to lack positivity or optimism. Yeah. Would you agree that the simple way to say that is basically just things that aren't really in alignment with your highest and best? Completely. Totally. I mean, because, you know, it's that one thing we can look at. Oh, well, someone has a knife and they cut skin. That's a negative action. Unless that knife happens to be in the hands of a surgeon that's about to save someone's life. Yeah. So definitely not about the thing or and not so much about the the action it's really like you know like what do we perceive as negative right right mm-hmm. and and i think there's a really like you obviously you have to decide for yourself but it can be a little bit confusing because you really have to look out for well what is just my preferences mm-hmm. and what is actually negative downdraft against the grain right right that that's just really going to drag me down? Like, how is that going to affect me? Yeah. How do you monitor that? How do you assess that? Yeah. Right. So it comes back to definitely to some of the foundations from our relationship uh, podcast and something that we're always talking about. But at the end of the day, it's like really defining that and just making sure that you're not purely operating based on your preferences and Mm. judging others based on your preferences. Oh, right. So in other words, sometimes we'll hear somebody saying something that's completely the opposite opinion of what we have. So we're like, oh, they're so negative. Exactly. Yeah. But oh, they such have a, a right to person. their opinion. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, their opinion and they have a right to their, they have Expression. a right to be who they are, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to like it. Like right. that's not, but you know, your preferences, you know, obviously we want a life that's <laughs> attuned to our preferences. Right. But when we live solely based on preference, we wind up greatly restricting ourselves, which comes back to that, that idea of just being bound by preference. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. negative when I think about negative, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, it's like it's a downdraft kind of thing. It's something that is just really not helpful. Right. And not constructive, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and that's not to say even just to throw one more monkey wrench in there into an already complicated, you know, <laughs> con- conversation about it. But that's not to say that destructive things are necessarily negative either. Mm. Sometimes, you know, things do need to be destroyed or broken or disassembled in order to recreate. Um, that includes thought patterns, attitudes, relationships, things like that. Yeah. They do need to be broken down. Or completed. Or completed, yeah. yeah, is a better way to put that, actually. At least for relationships. I don't like to think of broken, just complete. Yeah, complete. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. actually that's mm-hmm. a much better way of putting it. So the conversation about negative becomes really important of like, right. why, you know, first of all, obviously, right, looking at yourself, why do I think this is so negative? That's a great question right? to ask. You don't have to ponder it, I don't think, Mm-mm. for hours to, to come to the answer. You can make a really quick assessment of like, dude, mm-hmm. that's totally not helpful. Yeah. Right? Uh, or boy, I just, I totally disagree with that. And that's my preference. Yeah. And and then therein you have a distinction that's actually really important. Right. So does that make sense? It totally does. And and one reason, everyone, that we're inserting this idea of asking a question, there's another question that we're going to share with you to ask. So for instance, if you come upon someone and you're like, oh, you know, right away, you're just like, that's so negative. That's so negative. It's, if when you pause and ask yourself a question, you're actually jolting your brain out of what can become an obsessive discordant thought flow of negativity. In other words, it's a tool so that you're not drawn in and entangled into their opinion, their negativity, their positivity, or whatever it is. So when you ask that question, why do I perceive this as being negative? It takes you into inquire, which is a heck of a lot better place to be than an obsessive, discordant thought flow towards another person or situation. Yeah, judging, blaming. Yeah, it just yada, gets yada. worse from there all the way around. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and that's a, that's all like that's the first place that you get to step out of that out of that entanglement and just see like, well, what's being activated in me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's different layers to that. Right. It could be a mental thing that you're just like, man, I just totally disagree with that. And I think that's stupid. Cool. Right? Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, it might be an emotional thing of just like the way that it feels to you or the way that it makes you feel, you know, that could be preference based or mm-hmm. it could be like, oh man, like that's really dragging me down. Right. You know, and also that could just be an energetic thing. There are people who are really sensitive to particular types of energies. Right. And when they're around that and, and you don't know how to handle that, mm-hmm. it can be very detrimental. You know, the empath conversation, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who are very empathic really struggle with that. And ultimately, I really think that's that comes down to a choice mm-hmm. and a way of dealing uh, uh, dealing with that so that it doesn't affect as greatly. I think there's yeah. some, you know, some great tools to that. Right, totally. So. And and the other question that you had suggested, Nick, was what? This one I thought was really brilliant. Well, is it useful? 
Is it useful to me? Is it useful? So whatever it is you're in front of, if you're hearing somebody say something, if you're reading something, if you're watching something, you're like at first like that's so negative. Again, another question, and this might be surprising to many of you because you're like, why would it be? But just ask, is this useful to me? Yeah. And when I when I ask that question, that question is uh, more centered on, well, is it useful for my growth and development? Yes. Is it useful for me in my life and my business? Right. You know, uh, things like that. It's not, it's, it really is away from uh do I like it or how can I use this? Right. It's like, just, is this useful? So is it a really simple example? Somebody has a totally opposing view on say like a political discussion, right? Absolutely polar opposite view of something like that. Not that I engage in a ton of political discussions, but that's, you know, it's kind of the topic of the day. There's a lot of that going around. If they have a totally opposing view, that's something that I, you know, great. Like mm-hmm. l- let's hear it. You know, mm-hmm. convince me otherwise. I'm open, mm-hmm. right? I'm never, I shouldn't say never, but I'm really making an effort to not go into those sorts of conversations with my mind already made up. You know, I'm there to learn and to grow. Like I want to know, you know, and if you have the absolute opposite viewpoint from me, tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm going to agree with you, but I'm definitely willing to listen and someone with an exact opposite viewpoint doesn't necessarily mean it's negative. Exactly. You might not like it, and there might be some negative emotions that arise, but is that in itself negative, and is it useful to you? Is it useful to listen or engage in a conversation with someone who has a completely different viewpoint? Maybe, maybe not. Is it useful to read a Facebook post or a news article on something that you completely disagree with. It might be, it might activate some critical thinking in you and and heighten your intellect a bit. Like you're the one that can answer that. Exactly. And and just as a by the way as well, this is a really excellent question when you find yourself engaging in different conversations, regardless of positive or negative or like it or don't like it. It's like, is this is this really useful for my highest and best? Totally. And it's not about doing it or not doing it. It's really just about understanding the choice. Yes. To me anyway, Mm -hmm. that's how Mm -hmm. I think about it is understanding Mm -hmm. the choice. Like, am I, you know, is it really useful for me to watch, uh, you know, a whole season of Veep at once? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not the most useful. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. It just means... I want to understand that choice and understand the consequences. So basically, tool one, and and you probably already got this, everyone listening, is ask a question, assess. And remember, assessment is different from judging. So when we judge, we have an internal reaction. And that judging is not good. Not good. I've worked so much on this. Like Every time we judge, we just kind of fracture our own soul energy. So assess. Use your intellect and assess what's going on and then ask a question. Like, is this really negative? Why is this, why am I perceiving this as negative? The simple answer might just be that it is, right? We're not saying that everything that you see is negative isn't. It could just very well be a really downdraft um, rant you're listening to or person you're around, but ask because it takes you out of that entanglement. And then ask yourself, is this useful to me? Is this information useful to me? Is it worth it to read it or listen or do whatever you're about to do? Yeah, and and hey, by the way, you don't need to label negative as bad, mm-hmm. right? You, do, you don't need to make it wrong, mm-hmm. right? It's, it, that that objective assessment of not not useful, right, or negative, downdraft, mm-hmm. you know, not constructive. Cool, 
That doesn't, yeah. you don't need to make it bad. You don't need to make it wrong. It can just be like, okay, well, that's what it is. Right. Or that's who that person is. Or that's who their, that person is being right now. Mm-hmm. And that gives you, in my mind anyway, and this is how it's worked in my life, is it gives me more freedom to be able to maneuver within that mm-hmm. and to not just have to be like, because I think when you create a judgment, it just, it, it really closes a door. Right. And it, and it makes it so much harder. It almost like locks it down so that it makes it so much harder to find a way back in to be in a conversation, in a relationship or whatever it is with that person. Mm-hmm. And and that to me is very restrictive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we have the, free, you know, when we really talk about it in the context of freedom, getting into judgment, whether you're saying it's good or it's bad, you know, yeah. right or wrong, that's another one, right and wrong. Yeah. Uh, or that person, you know, you make the other person wrong because they disagree or whatever. That is much more restrictive yeah. in, in my mind. Yeah. So make the assessment, ask yourself the questions, get yourself out of that entanglement and um, inquire. Exactly. Now, the other thing we wanted to talk about the other point is boundaries boundaries i don't think you can have a conversation about yeah you know negative people so to speak um without talking about boundaries right Right. super important yeah boundaries to me are about on again not making things right or wrong but just honoring my own capacity Mm. so when i think about setting a boundary or how i need to set a bound boundaries in my life um, it does have to do, it has to do with my preferences mm-hmm. for one, mm-hmm. and it has to do with my capacity to deal with that. Yes. And so just as an example, you know, there, you, there's a certain amount of time that I can handle being around certain people that doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make them bad. negative. It, in fact, it shows me that there's work to do on me. Yeah. But when you're constantly... Uh, overstepping that and trying to please them, right? Do your obligation and, and, you know, well, that, you know, if I, if I only stayed at the party for 30 minutes, you know, they might think I'm, you yeah, know, whatever. Right. right. Codependency, you know? basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. Kind of like a lot of little martyr lines. thing going on. Yeah. Uh, then, and you're making decisions based on that and, and overstepping your own boundaries around that, you're going to pay the price. Right. So setting boundaries to me is mostly just about honoring my own capacity. And sometimes I got to say, it's a little shocking. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you hightailed it out of a conversation? (laughs) It's not so long ago, (laughs) to be perfectly honest. Cut the cords, I got to run. Yeah, or certain environments are a little tough for me to handle, like really loud, chaotic environments have Mm -hmm. become... Mm-hmm. actually a little bit more challenging for me in certain ways and uh and I just I just recognize that I've got a certain amount of time and I'm going to make the most of it and really mm-hmm. enjoy it mm-hmm. and I find that when I do that mm-hmm. then I I actually have a little bit more in reserve totally. as to where like when I go into it being like oh this is going to be so yada 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 and it's going to be so hard on me and everything when I go into it with that attitude I find myself like draining even faster but when I go in like okay I'm pretty sure I can handle an hour of this let's do that. Right. And I'm going to make the most of that hour then I find myself a little bit actually more resilient. Right. And and very typically, if we go into a situation dreading it or thinking, and this we'll talk about this more in, in a few minutes, but 
you're going to end up dreading it most likely. I mean, sometimes we're, we're, you know, surprisingly blessed, but, and it's not bothering us, but it's like, yep, go in, go out. Don't worry what other people expect from you. You have to do what is in alignment with your highest and best. And if being there any longer is not useful, you get out. I mean, there are some obligatory duties, right? There's going to be some stuff with family, of course, and all that. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about those situations, social especially, where you think you got to do more than you have to do to please people. And that just kind of sets it up for a mess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I see this a lot of times in work situations oh, yeah. where there's like the super demanding boss that is not respectful of any kind of personal boundaries and is like, well, you got to come in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, but I had other plans or whatever. And then people wind up just totally being resentful. Yeah. Being resentful. Yeah. They do it because they have to keep the job or they're afraid of what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Don't be demanding bosses out there. Just yeah. be like, Honor your people. On point, yeah. I think that's really people. important. Be demanding, but on your people. Yeah, you'd be demanding in the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a situation where a lot of people feel the need to overstep their own personal boundaries. It builds resentment. It depletes their energy. Um, it makes them feel restricted and beat down, and they just wind up really in a bad place about it. And that what's worse than feeling like, I don't know that it's worse than feeling like that, but a really other side effect of that is that it fractures that possibility of relationship with that other person so that you can actually come to a real resolution. Now all that resentment and judgment just basically closes out or really narrows the possibility for resolution. Yeah. Yeah. And I think how many friendships have possibly ended in an argument or created negativity because one person expected that other person to be different, even though they've shown that behavior like a hundred million times. And this is really for all of us to get to the point. If someone is always late, they are going to be always late. So how many times you just get mad because Bill showed up late and then there's an argument in a fight where you know Bill Lorenz late. That's just who he is. That's his nature. So so often we want someone to be different and they're not and it agitates us. So the big relief is just know who people are and accept it and then manage your life around that relationship in the best way possible. Yep. Go back and listen to our podcast on relationships yeah, and so you'll good. learn a little bit more about that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's so important. Like you make right. such a great point yeah. with that. So that's that's to me like, I don't know if you have a different opinion on it, but that's to me how I think about setting up boundaries yeah. for myself mm-hmm. and in my life. Yeah. And then, you know, there is the, I know we hear from some people too, they have a negative person living in their house, they're caretaking for an, a, a negative person, or let's say the person isn't negative, but the emotions that person is running currently are more downward draft. Um, This can be a challenge. And what I'll share is the more that you go inward and look at yourself, the more you'll be able to maintain what we just call a resiliency in that situation. Yes, you'll be sensitive, but you will not be as affected. And this is that, you know, magical, fabulous word of intellect. When you have the sense of objectivity you will be able to master yourself more and stay unaffected. Will there be a tipping point? Often there is, but that's okay, right? It really is. But the more that you can see that's who they are, this isn't about me, 
you will start to maintain that objectivity and it will save you in terms of energy, exhaustion, your own positivity or lack thereof. Really important. Really important. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you bring up another really good point there that's just worth reiterating is it's activating something that's already there within you. Yeah. And I can't remember who that was that used that example of the orange Like you squeeze an orange and you get orange juice. Mm -hmm. You didn't like create orange juice. Like the orange, (laughs) the juice was already in the orange. Right. Right. I wish I I could remember who that was, but I just thought that's such a brilliant example. And that's something that happens. Like we become pressurized when we are around negative people or things that are not to our liking Mm -hmm. and things aren't going our way, it begins to pressurize and then those things start to activate and come out. The reason that's happening is because that's your chance. Right. Like that's your chance to resolve it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why inquiry becomes so important. So important. At the same time, you got a life to live and you don't have to deal with it all at once. So, you know, honor your boundaries of what you can deal with. If you think that you can handle an hour, go for go for 75 minutes. Yeah. You know, stretch yourself a little yeah. bit, play mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. and see what you can do. You right. know, you might see this in family functions. You might see this at networking events or other sorts of events. You know, you might see this with parties or social kind of things. Like whatever it is for you, you know what those situations are and you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm yeah. going to be able to do with this one. I don't know how much time I'm going to be able to handle with this person. Yeah. Stretch yourself a little bit. Yeah, you know? that's really good. So ask questions, the boundaries, but notice what boundaries, you know, really are and what they can be. Now, let's talk a moment about social media, because this is where I'm getting the most messages from a lot of my students and clients is like, there's so much negativity and hatred and whatever out there on Facebook and Twitter and this and that. What what do you think, Nick? I would would agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of it out there. Uh, you just see a lot of things floating around with wildly varying degrees of accuracy and all oftentimes like really and truly just lacking any kind of context. Right. So there's the train of truth, truth. but that, uh, when it lacks context as well, it's like you automatically create context with your mind. And so it distorts perception. Mm. So when those sorts of things are floating through, it's like, well, there's an agenda behind it. Like what's going on? It becomes really confusing. And then it's like, everybody's choosing a camp mm-hmm. and, and that's just, it's more and more polarizing. And so the deep, the more deeply entrenched you become in one side or the other, the more the other side is going to activate you because mm-hmm. you've made it wrong. Right. So what do you do when you see stuff floating through on your feed? Well, I make a real concerted effort to clean, to keep my feed clean. And you probably ask those questions that we talked about at the beginning. That's exactly. Is it useful to me? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and is it negative? Is this truly negative? Yeah. yeah. Like what, like what about this is, what is this doing to mm-hmm. me? You know? And when I see things that are, uh, just opposing like an oppositional view, then, you know, if it's a well thought out argument and somebody who's really got something to say about it and they've mm-hmm. took taken the time, which I think is important, you know, people, this is just my opinion. You use social media the way that any way that you want, but I, I really feel like it's a representation and it's important to not just blab out about anything or share something that you have no idea whether it's true or not. 
it's important to think through your thoughts, just like you would speaking to any other human mm-hmm, being, mm-hmm. Um, you know, to think through your thoughts and, and try to share with some kind of meaning and intention behind it. I, I personally feel like that's important. That's not to say that I don't go and post a couple pictures of Leonard here and there, or the cats <laughs> or whatever. But, um, but you know, that's kind of my, that's my feeling around it. Mm-hmm. So when I see something that's oppositional, that's definitely the first questioning I'm asking is like, you know, is this actually negative? Um, and why, you know, why do I feel that lately? Right. Like, what is this bringing up in me? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, ignorance is a non-starter. Okay, ignorance is a non-starter. And let's talk about this word ignorance um, because I know some people, they feel strongly like, oh, this is a negative word. But, you know, ignorance is used in the absolute teachings. So the reason that we seek, the reason that we feel like we're we're looking outside of ourselves or many of us might feel like a void or an emptiness or an agitation, as per the teachings, we're ignorant of the self and the self being a capital S. And ignorance means not knowing, unaware. Unaware, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 certainly it's taken a lot of times as a judgment, but it's totally not a judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an assessment. Um, it's the personal charge that makes it a judgment, right? You know, so right. when you get into that, then you, know, you can be sure that you're in some kind of judgment. But but really, it's an assessment. And hey, this is recognizing fully that I'm ignorant to a degree too, not just of the absolute, but I'm ignorant to a degree within the world. Right. You know, there are certain things that I just know nothing about. So what you're saying is when you see someone posting something and they don't know anything about what they're posting, you're like, I'm out. Delete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When they're coming very opinionated about something that really and truly they have no knowledge about and is basically just what I see as often as just talking points mm-hmm. from some some other place that they've kind of twisted into their own agenda. That to me is like that is a that is something that is simply not helpful. Right. And that that that's gone from my feed. Yeah. I don't need to waste time with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my my strategy with that is an unfollow. I don't block or you know, really only under extreme circumstances, but an unfollow simply because you know, my effort on social media is always to provide something valuable for right. people. And that's not to say it's always going to be positive, but it's to provide a different, you know, a unique perspective or a different way of thinking about things. Uh, just something that will be useful in people's lives. Like, that's really my attitude towards social media. And so if they happen to see something like that and it's helpful for them, awesome. Right. Because I know that that's my effort behind it. So it's an unfollow so that I'll continue to show up in their feed um, and and they but they stay out of mine because Mm -hmm. I just don't, you know, look, man, life's too short. You know, I don't need that in my life. And then and then back to, you know, if you really get triggered by someone's Facebook post, what the heck's going on? Like why? And and it's not a judgment, everyone, towards yourself or ourselves. It's just like the inquiry. I just I can't stress how important it is to inquire. It's the building of the muscle, the intellect, it's getting to know you better. And it certainly brings you to a quicker resolution of any agitation. Yeah, it's, look, it's really important to consider what's going on in your life that something on Facebook or other social yeah. media is agitating to you. Right. And I've been there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not saying I won't be there again. It totally has. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, only me? <laughs> I'll just say a little bit more than me. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to let that one slide, but all right. <laughs> inquire, Nick, inquire. I've, you know, I've certainly been there. I'll probably be there again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like that's a really worthwhile question. Mm-hmm. That something that somebody said on Facebook or shared on Facebook is really agitating to yeah. you. Like what's like, going on? What's, what's going on in your life mm-hmm. that, that you're, that that's activating you so much. Yeah. I just think that's a worthwhile question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, nothing and wrong with you. What you can do instead is just go, Oh, that's cute. Hit the X. Oh, isn't that interesting? Hit the X delete, like just over it done. Life is way too freaking short on this timeline to worry about what someone's posting on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, and, and Facebook is smart that it'll, you know, it's just filling up your feed. Right. And so that's, it's oftentimes, this is kind of funny, because it sort of leads into our next point too, actually, is when you click on those things that are super agitating for you, mm-hmm. Facebook is going to be like, oh, the, they, they clicked on that. Yes. Like they must be interested in that. So you'll get more and more of that. So this is the algorithm of not just Facebook, but of our lives. What we believe to be true, we will see more of. Yeah. So what you're clicking on Facebook is a phenomenal representation of what you're believing in your mind and your thoughts or what you're expecting to see, what you're identifying with in the world, you will see more of that. So if you're identifying with a lot of negativity or certain types of people are bad or certain you know, religious people are all terrorists, man, you're going to see that. And that isn't a well-rounded representation of the world. So just as Facebook, there's many people posting really positive things on there. I know Nick and I always try to do and many of our colleagues. So don't click on it, just delete. And then notice what you're identifying with as your beliefs. And if that belief is not in alignment with your highest and best, delete. Yeah. It's your engagement is a tacit yes. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and it kind of works that way in our lives too. Mm -hmm. Like you're engaging with this thing. That's a tacit yes. Right. You're in, you're putting, whether it's positive or negative, you're putting energy effort towards that time towards Mm -hmm. that. And behind that, you're naturally going to see more of that. Any, anybody here ever go on Amazon? And or Zappos. <laughs> oh my gosh. And click on and you're looking and then all of a sudden you start seeing ads around they on your you. on your browser and in your Facebook feed of like, hey, did you like those shoes? I did like those shoes. Thank you very much. Right? I think I'll buy them on the third ad. It's a little it can a little be a little creepy. creepy to people when you understand what's happening. I personally I don't find it creepy, but um, I know some people do, but it's it's basically it's it's acknowledging your engagement, your interest level, and so a like is not as powerful as a comment. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there engaging right in political discussions or yeah. other sorts of spiritual things that are like <laughs> just really like getting you know working you up and and dealing with people like that, what are you going to see more of? You're going to see more of that. Yeah. And that is really important to understand. You're effectively installing viruses <laughs> in your mind. Well, here's a funny one that makes me laugh so hard. I, I saw a Tony Robbins post. It was some like 
it was a sponsored ab. It was cool. Like, do you want to do, want to have more whatever in your life? That was awesome. And there was one guy and he kept writing comments like, Tony, you're a wonker or you're, you're, you know, you're a fake. And I just, I kind of giggled. I'm like, the guy doesn't understand. Like he's, he's commenting on this ad and this ad is going to be like popping up in his feed all over the place. So go Tony. Nice work. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. But when you, okay, so let's expand that just a step further into our lives. And it's the same thing. It's like what you're engaging with, what you're choosing Mm -hmm. to engage with and what you're choosing to, you know, to believe about those things. You have then this, you're creating a focused energy and effort on a specific viewpoint, a specific belief. And that is what then becomes stronger. The energy feeds it and it becomes more and more strong and more and more clear. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you continue to see in your life. Totally. Right. You you describe that really well. So that's, you know, that's just something to be super aware of. Right. And, and I remember we had a I don't know if we should talk about this, but let's talk about it anyway. We had a relationship in our lives, a relationship that we shared that, you know, just really became really toxic at a certain point. And one of our teachers saw what was happening and basically said, look, you have to come to the point where when you hear that name, it's just like, who, like, who, like, who was that? So far away. And at the moment, I was just like, that's impossible. (laughs) How could I ever do that? Uh, But, you know, sure enough, you know, given a little time and space uh, and and a concerted effort to just stay out of that entanglement, more and more, Mm -hmm. I hear that name and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I I remember that person. yeah, that dude. Yeah. That dude. And just, you're out of it at that point. So that's, it's basically, it's like really eliminating that entanglement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that's kind of how I think about it. When you engage with it, you're buying into it in some way, whether you're buying into the opposite view to Mm -hmm. create polarization or Mm -hmm. whether you're buying into that exact view, you know, you're still buying into it. Right. And that's just creating more of the same. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. My feeling is that like, I don't know if you agree with this, but if you're going to do that, what a limiting way to live. Oh, it's so limiting, really constricting. You know, because then you're just stuck in one side or the other. And and I think if there's anything that we need more of in this world, it's more uh, more freedom mm-hmm. and more acceptance of of other viewpoints so that we can all take those things in and really process them and chew them over in our own minds and come to our own conclusions that creates so much more independent and free thought right? rather than just buying into one side or the other. Because remember, when we talk about freedom, we're talking about freedom of the suffering and agitation of the mind. Because I know however many, you know, however much money you have or the best whatever you think you have, if there is a suffering agitation in the mind, you have no freedom. So... If you're entangled in other people's different thoughts or negativity, you don't have that freedom. Exactly. And this really leads us to our last point. So we talked about asking questions, inquire, get your brain out of that discord and thought flow, and then boundaries, your boundaries, their boundaries. And one of the biggest boundaries is know who they are, know that person's nature. And really the third big piece here is if you don't like it, change it. 
Now, what do you mean by well, that? That's course, an interesting one. We can't go and change another human. That's not our role. It's not our gig. And it's very egotistical to think that we can go and change somebody. Unless they're hiring us, can you help me like rehabilitate the way I think? Okay, good. Let's go. I'm in. But what I mean by that is if you're around negativity, make a concerted effort to say, do, or create more positive acts, actions, words, thoughts. So for every negative thing you come upon, double your positivity. Very quickly, rapidly, everyone, you will start to see the negativity diminish in your life. Very quickly. If you see something on Facebook that's negative, post a positive. Post two positives. Find another positive post and click on it five million times. (laughs) Like, Really, if you don't like something, you can start to change it by how you are being and doing and having. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really important. It's uh, shifting the energy. It's shifting the energy yeah. in your field because that's who you're responsible for. Yeah. And, and I think that's also a very clear uh, message that this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, like we, you know, we all might get caught up in some negativity here and there, get caught in that argument that we're like, why am I having this argument or what did I just do or or something like that. But at the end of the day, when you refocus and come back to like, wait a second, like, here's what I stand for. Right. And let me reinforce that. Right. Then you can start to see some really tangible shifts in your own life and in your own way of being. Right. Exactly. And I love that example that you just shared of, if when you see something negative on Facebook, share two positives. That's the easiest. Right? It really is. It is because it's right there for us. And it's kind of like, I, I don't know, like Facebook's fascinating that way. And social media is fascinating that way with how they determine what you see. Mm-hmm. And and when you kind of use it as like a little laboratory to play around with, you can make some really Well, Nick does this shifts. all the time on Twitter and Facebook. He's got a little alter ego. I won't give up who it is, but he kind of <laughs> surfs the web and he either tweets or posts little comments of love. It's the most funniest thing. So there can be a huge negative post and there's Nick's like little avatar going in and just stopping it because he'll just bless everybody and talk about the purest love and nobody knows what to say to that. It's the funniest thing to watch. It's funny. It's a little, yeah, he shares truth and blessings. He shares truth and blessings. And here's, I can hear some of you already asking this question too. And we're like, you know, if you don't like it, change it. And you're like, well, what about that person that we're always getting into fights or my husband or my wife or my kids? Here's what you change. And this is really, If you're making the decision, this is kind of your responsibility because the other person might not get it. So this is what you can do. There's another way into the conversation. So if you notice that you're having the same arguments and that same pattern, oh, he doesn't talk to me and I feel ignored and so I'm going to pick a fight and then it just goes downhill, there is another way in. Change it and find it and you'll be shocked at how things can resolve very quickly. Yeah, those kinds of stuck things I see most in uh, family relationships, but even more so in job, uh, yeah, and job relationships. It's a pattern, whether it's a boss or whether it's a colleague. You know, people get really trapped really fast Mm -hmm. by that because they're like, "Well, what can I do? You know, I can't Mm -hmm. just cut that person out of my life." And that's like, good, like good for you that you can't just cut that person out of your life right now because um, there's something there for you to deal with and learn. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like. 
the marriage that you end just because you can't stand that person for whatever reason and they're making you they're making you insane and then it's like well this is just over and then you go and recreate the exact same relationship Uh, you know like deal with your part of that first and then make a choice that's where you find more freedom totally and it's effective you know if someone is yelling at you or saying something if you don't want to get caught up in it and you just went out, just like look at them and have a little smile and just look at them and start breathing. Yeah. It shakes things up like nobody's because they don't know what to do then. They're not getting the engagement back. And you're showing an amazing like self-control and placement of what is important to you. If it's important to have the argument or whatever, the debate, go for it. But if it's just going to bring you down and that's the quick question, right? Is this useful for me? Is this useful for me? Asking your brain that question is going to take you out of it. And you might just kind of smile. You might, I don't know, scratch under your armpit and just walk away. It's done. (laughs) Over. The bottom line to that is that you get to decide. You you, get to decide. You absolutely get to decide how you want to be in that relationship. Regardless of that other person. And and that's super powerful. Like It's really, really powerful. And... You know, one that always stuck with me is going in the Wayback Machine to those old episodes of West Wing. Yeah, like West rem- Wing. remember, even uh, even within his own staff, like there'd be people who had like they'd argue vehemently yeah. for you know one side or the other, and and then basically the president would make a decision. But um, I just always thought like that was something I really learned from those watching those episodes. Is I was like, wow, like they can have totally opposing views really argue vehemently for what they believe in and still be on the same team and work towards the higher goal. Work towards the highest and best. I just thought that was like something that was really cool that always Mm -hmm. really stuck with me. Yeah. I kind of miss those. I know. It was different after Rob Lowe left though. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I hope this helps everyone. So negativity, ask questions, get your brain out of it, inquire, is this useful for me? You know, those boundaries we talked about, super, super important, mostly your own, like inquiring, looking inside, what's your boundary? And if you don't like it, change it. There's a way there. If there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. Now, depending on where you're seeing this, if you're on our podcast page, you're going to see a a button there um, talking about energetic tools. And these are awesome hacks for dealing with these exact situations uh, there are three in there in particular that are really, really relevant. Uh, the first one is cord cutting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're in a situation that is just like really getting you entangled, that cord cutting exercise, super, super powerful. Now, what happens when we're around people that just spin us in a certain way is we also become really ungrounded and out of our bodies. And so also in there is a simple grounding exercise that helps to get you back in your body really present and stable so that you can stay in you, which is really the most important thing. You stay in you, Mm -hmm. let the other person be them. And then the third one is the breathing is actually really helpful because when you're in a challenging situation or maybe you're in a situation that feels negative or overwhelming to you or whatever that is, you just breathing and using that simple breathing exercise really helps to keep the energy flowing so that you stay in flow and you don't get stuck in anything kind of negative. So if you're on the podcast page, you'll see, you know, the button right there. Uh, Otherwise, what you do is you go to source movement 
sourcemovement.com forward slash success. Mm. So it's just for, sourcemovement.com forward slash success. Great tools. Great yeah. Tools. And it's just, it's a free video series. You opt in for it and, um, and then you'll get a, uh, uh, an email to log into the membership site. And it's a really cool membership site. There's lots of good stuff there too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's really cool. So yeah, awesome. Illumination Academy. Yeah. So I hope you go check that out. Um, questions, as always, send them in to us, info at sourcemovement.com. We super appreciate everybody's listening. You know, everybody who's out there listening, we really appreciate you. We really appreciate your questions. We definitely appreciate your uh, ratings and reviews uh, in iTunes. So, you know, have at it. We'd mm-hmm. love to know what you think. We want to know how we can uh, make the podcast better. And we want to know how we can really serve you to the highest. So that's where your questions come in and are really relevant. So above all, just... A big old thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody out there. Namaste. Namaste.